welcome to the Grace Nuts Podcast. We're glad y'all are here. I'm Heather. And I'm Sarah. Grab a coffee or a sweet tea and your favorite cozy blanket. And join us as we discuss navigating life's daily challenges through the biblical principles found in God's Word. All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, we are currently going through a series on the Proverbs 31 woman, and this will actually be our last episode on the Proverbs 31 woman, and then we'll be going into something else. But today we're going to be going through verses 26 through 31. So if you want to grab your Bible and follow along with us. All right, so we're going to start in verse number 26. It says, She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Woo, that's a that's a convicting verse right there. It really is. How many times do we open our mouth and wisdom comes out <laughs> and not something else? <laughs> Definitely um, not always wisdom coming out of my mouth. We'll just go with that for sure. Right. Yeah. And not always kindness. Mm. The law of kindness. You know, I think that's one thing that we really have. We really lack as Christians anymore, it's just simple kindness. When someone does us wrong, we just want to, we want to be justified in our anger. We want to be justified in our, in our hurt. Not that, not to say that your hurt isn't justified or your hurt isn't real, but we have to be really careful about how we react when things are done to us or even just how we treat people. It says, in her tongue is the law of kindness. So when she speaks, she's being kind. It doesn't say just when things are going well and just when all of her children are listening to her and just when her husband puts away his laundry. It it says, in her tongue is the law of kindness. Yeah. That is, that is hard. We are human. We are we have a sinful nature and it's hard to be kind all the time, but we should strive to be kind. Yeah. Think before you speak wisdom and kindness. In verse 27, she looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Ouch. Yeah. We've talked about how before, like she's not lazy Right. And over and over and over and over again in this chapter, it's brought up that she is not lazy. She's not idle. And I think that she looketh well to the ways of her household is something that I personally struggle with sometimes because with ministry and working and all that stuff, it's really hard for me to prepare and like I don't know if any of y'all like meal prep and stuff like that I tried doing that and it was like we didn't eat half the food that I made you know like it's just hard um (laughs) you know but I mean I tried I tried you know I tried you you went too hard you meal prepped too hard (laughs) I went too far um but it's something that I'm like constantly working on and constantly trying to like learn more and try to plan out my time better 
And even like I'll find myself having those idle moments where I'm just like sitting on the couch and I could be doing something else, you know? Um, so this is something that really I have been trying to work on myself because sometimes it's easy, you know, just to sit down on the couch and be like, oh, I'll do it later. And then it never gets done. I think one thing that has helped me and, you know, I'm at home almost all the time. So I have a little bit better of a grip on this, um, because I do have more time. But one thing that has helped me is like systems, right? So like I try to do a load of laundry either every day or every other day. And that just helps. Like I've gotten in this rhythm now where I'm like constantly sorting clothes. Boys bring me your clothes so I can sort them. Like it's either every day or every other day. Like I've gotten into that good rhythm, but I didn't used to be that way. I used to be the person that was like, okay, nobody has any more underwear. I really have to wash clothes. (laughs) Like (laughs) that, that used to be my thing, but you know, I've come up with that system and that system works for me. And I think that that's also a thing that you have to figure out, like what works for you in your house? Mm -hmm. Does meal prepping work for you or does just, just writing a menu down for the week and that's what you buy your groceries off of and say, okay, this night we're going to have this or this night we're going to have that. Or even just having five meals that you have all of the ingredients for and you can pick and choose what day you're going to do what. And at least you have some kind of plan instead of, you know, when I used to work, I would just get home and it'd be, you know, 530 and I'd be like, oh my goodness, what are we having for dinner? I have no idea. And then I'd be like, okay, well, let's just go out because it was easier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me too, like, you know, we we are busy, but I also homeschool. So like, I need, I need to have a plan. And so what I do now is I, I write out all the days of the month and then I know like if, if I know what we're doing that month, then I know I can plan like our dinners. And then I also have a system where like Tuesday night or like Monday night can either be like breakfast or pasta. Tuesday night is always Mexican. So it's like tacos, enchiladas, something like that. Wednesday night is something super easy because we have church. Like I understand now why we ate hot dogs every Wednesday oh, night when I was no, a kid. Don't even bring that up. <laughs> oh, goodness. We love you, mom. We love you, mom. We had hot dogs every single Wednesday night. But you know why? Because it was easy. And I understand that now as a mom and a wife who has to get her kids ready for church. Like, I understand that. It's an easy, quick meal. I get it. And like (laughs) Thursday is usually like something in the crock pot or instant pot. Then Friday night is pizza night. Saturday night is something big enough that we can have leftovers on Sunday afternoon. Because if I don't plan to have leftovers on Sunday afternoon, more than likely we're going out to eat. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but when you, we are just really trying to cut back on that and just eating at home because it's healthier and it also saves money, right? And that starts and stops with me. If I don't have food prepared, then we're going to be eating out. And so I have to make sure that I have a system set up. And so those things have served me well. Do I have everything figured out? Absolutely not. But those systems have served me well. Laundry and meal planning for the entire month. So you just have to find out what works for you and, and how you can figure out what works best for your household and try, try new things. There are always tons of ideas on Pinterest for 
cleaning schedules or meal plans or whatever. Like you just have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. And like for me, like me and Heather are like complete opposites when it comes to this because my schedule, like next week, I'm only going to be home Tuesday night and Friday night. That's it. Like we're singing all the other nights of the week. So I've got to base my schedule off of those two nights. Like what I, I was telling Heather today, like I want to paint our bedroom. I'm like, got to pick which night I'm going to try and do that on top of all the other things that I have to do. So really like I, I bought a planner and I've started actually planning out my weeks. And for the first time in a really long time, I'm not like way backed up on laundry, which is a big accomplishment for me. Big accomplishment. But really way like, to go. Way to go. you just have to, I've learned not to, you know, fly by the seat of my pants, I guess, if that's the right phrase. Because if I do that, then it's just like chaos. And then I'm up to like eight o'clock cooking dinner because I don't get home until later. And then it's just like chaos. And we don't want chaos. We want order. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of lists. I write lists for everything. I will literally write shower on my list just so I can cross something off. Literally me on my planner. Oh, my word. Even if that's all I get accomplished for the day, I knew I got something accomplished was taking a shower. So, and it's helpful. And I have that planner. Yeah. If I don't plan out every minute, it's going to, it's going to be chaos. Like it's just going to not work. I keep my planner on the counter where I can see it in the kitchen because that's where I walk by all the time. And I'm able to check it and be like, okay, what do I need? I've got this, 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 and this to do then I know that I can keep myself busy. When I look at the end of that verse, it says, and eateth not the bread of idleness. The bread of idleness. Every time I see that, I immediately, my mind goes to social media. Immediately for me. Because Mm -hmm. that's where my idleness is. Is my hand glued to my phone. And it could be even not social media. It could be something I'm looking up for whatever reason, like everything that we do now is accessed through our phones. Pretty much. If you think about it. Um, when I meal plan, I check, I check the grocery store and see what's on sale or I'm looking for recipes or whatever. So I need, I need it for that. Or I'm looking at the calendar or I'm checking the weather or I'm checking what events we have going on. And we, you know, you order something online, you usually do it from your phone. So our phones are really like our lives basically, but the bread of idleness, I I just keep going back to social media. Like that's my vice. That's where I can get idle. And I'm going to underline that in my Bible and put like big words, social media right Mm -hmm. beside it. (laughs) Me and some friends were actually talking the other day about um, our hobbies. Like somebody asked me what my, hobby was and I was like I like to just sit at home like I don't I I like my house like I like to just sit at home and do nothing but we started talking about reading and you know like reading books and stuff like that and um we're like um one of them said you know well whenever I sit down to read a book I feel guilty because should I be reading my bible instead of reading this book and mm-hmm. um it got me thinking like how much time, like if I read my Bible as much as I'm on social media, how different like my spiritual life would be because, you know, you'll find yourself like all of a sudden you'll just find yourself scrolling. It's like, it's so habit for us to just 
get on our phone, click on Instagram or click on Facebook and just be scrolling. And I was like, what if I did that with my Bible app? Like, what if I exchanged that time out for scrolling on social media, clicking that Instagram app to click in my Bible app and reading that instead of spending so much time scrolling? Mm. I don't know. It's just food for thought. That's good. Verse 28, her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he prays with her. As someone who has children, when they come up to you just randomly and, like, give you a hug, I love you, Mom, like, that is the best feeling in the world. And not necessarily that my children, like, rise up and call me blessed, blessed, but, you know, they do that by saying things like, I love you, or thank you, or mom, yeah. you're the coolest. Yeah. I feel like they do, I feel like they do that in their own way by, you know, coming up and saying, I love you, or saying, thanks, mom, for helping me with whatever. And it's just those little nuggets that, like, really make it worthwhile and make you know, like, okay, I am doing an okay job. Like, I'm not totally screwing this up. and her husband also, and he prays with her. That, like, hearing your husband compliment you is a, is a wonderful feeling, right? It, yeah. It feels good when someone compliments you for your hard work and, like, notices it. I think that sometimes, for me at least, um, hearing, hearing I'm proud of you means more than hearing I love you. For me, I'm a words of affirmation girl. But really, like, it means so much more, like, if I have an accomplishment at work or something like that, like, if I get a raise or if I get promotion or something like that, hearing my husband say, like, oh, babe, I'm so proud of you. Like, that's great. That means so much more than him just saying, oh, okay, I love you. You know? Like, that Mm -hmm. praise... Mm -hmm. It means something to us as humans. We we want to hear that kind of stuff. And this woman was worthy of that. She took care of her family and they noticed it and they praised her for it. Okay, so I don't know if we said this before or not, but virtuous means having or showing high moral standards. So it says many daughters have done virtuously. So many... Many do. I mean, when many many women do, you know, do things virtuously. But this woman, she went above and beyond. And verse thirty says, "Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised." As women, it's so easy to get caught up in wanting to be beautiful and wanting favor from other people. Um, But really, the main thing that matters is that we, we find favor with the Lord and we fear the Lord. Well, you know, we're, we're bombarded with all of the the beauty industry, you know, you have to look perfect. You have to be a size two. You have to, your skin has to be flawless. Your hair has to be 
smooth and silky. Like we're bombarded with all of this, like this beauty standard that we are supposed to live up to because that's just what we're bombarded Mm -hmm. with. But this literally says that beauty is vain. Like you're not going to look like that forever. You're going to get old and wrinkly. Okay. Like it's going to happen. And if you try to find all your worth in how pretty you are or how well you look or how well you dress or how well people like you, eventually that's all going to fade. And what are you going to be left with? We like to look our best just as much as anyone. But when we start to put that ahead of the Lord and put that ahead of, you know, what he has for our lives and, and stop fearing him and stop serving him the way that we should be, then that's when it becomes a problem. You know, we're bombarded with all, all the things, all the beauty routines, right? You got to wash your face in the morning, wash your face at night, make sure you double cleanse at night to get all that makeup off. Dry brushing, uh, gua sha, um, using a body scrub, making sure that you um, deep condition your hair once a month. Um <laughs> armpit detoxes, all the things like we are bombarded with all the, all the beauty things to keep us looking great. And not that those things are wrong and that we shouldn't take care of our bodies. But when those things start to become an idol, that's when it's a problem. I think that's why in first Timothy, Paul tells, you know, Paul's writing and he says, in like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broidered hair or gold or pearls or costly array, but which become women professing godliness with good works. You know, he's saying like, don't be so concerned about what you're putting on. Like, don't be so concerned with your hair and wearing all this jewelry and gold and pearls or you know, expensive clothes, costly array, but put on godliness. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. what really matters. You know, don't be so consumed with how you look and and you know, being gaudy and and cuz a lot of times we can be so so consumed with how we look that we forget about about the Lord. If we spent as much time adorning our inward body as we do our outward body, how much different would our spiritual lives look if we spent all that time mm. doing the gua sha and the dry brushing and the face mask and the hair mask and the under the eye mask and all the things? I mean, really, we take so much time on our outward appearance that we neglect our inward, the inward man and the inward appearance. Mm-hmm. And and I think too, like that's you know, if we are are doing all that and neglecting our spirit, like what what comes out of our heart is what people see in regards to if we are a follower of Christ right our speech what we say gives them a window into who we are as a person mm-hmm. and if we're not if we're not filling ourselves with God then what's coming out is not going to be honoring to him or a witness to other people of like oh She's different. Like we should be more concerned with what people think about our spirit and our speech and our walk with Christ more than how we look on the outside. Right. That's more important. Because we all know how to walk the walk and we know how to talk the talk on the outside. 
if you want to get down to it. I mean, I did it for years before I really got saved. You know, I knew the right things to say. Mm -hmm. I knew what to do, when to do it, how to look, how to dress, you know, all the things. But when it came down to it, my inside was, was wrong. It was Mm -hmm. lost, you know? And if, if I would have focused more on my inside, like, Hey, something's not right. You know, I'm doing all these things. I'm serving. I'm involved in all this stuff, but something's missing on the inside. All right. Verse 31 says, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. I feel like this means her work speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't have to go out there and try to drum up the accolades and be like, oh, well, did you know that I did this? And did you know that I did that? Like, I vacuumed my floor three times this week, and I mopped it every single day. And I cleaned my toilet twice a day because my kids do not know where to aim. (laughs) And I made sure that we had a home-cooked meal every single night, and I did the dishes and put them away. Like, she's not going out and saying, well, I did all this so people will praise her. No, this is... Let her own works praise her. The proof is in the pudding. She don't have to say nothing because her works speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. I feel like it can be the same way in ministry and in church stuff too. Like a lot of times Mm. people just do things so they'll be seen or so they'll get praise Mm -hmm. for it. And that's not the, the Bible says that the Lord sees the thoughts and the intents of our hearts. He sees the reason behind why we do things. And if you're not doing them in the right mindset, you're not going to get rewarded for that. That's going to be wood, hay, and stubble, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But really, like, I've I've seen through the years, like, if you just do things for the Lord and not worry about what everybody else has to say about it, you, you will get praise for that. It might not be from a pulpit. It might not be from a platform. But, I mean, people... People message us on Facebook all the time and just say, like, what a blessing our like our CD or our singing has been to someone. And that means more than a preacher getting up in front of a thousand people and saying something about what we're doing. Like, I know it's nothing about us and I, mm-hmm. I would never do it because I know I'm worthless and I know how I am and I don't deserve any praise. Like if you knew me on a daily level, like you would know, like I'm, I'm not worthy of anything, but those little things um, of people just coming up to you and saying like, Oh, you're such a blessing and stuff like that. Like that's, that's what it's all about. It's not about being known by everybody. I don't care if everybody knows my name, you know, like it's not, it's not about that. It's about, you know, serving the Lord and making him known. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. So I'm a little sad that we've come to the end of this series. It's been really fun and I've really, really enjoyed it. And I, we hope that all of you have enjoyed it as well and have gotten a lot of stuff out of it and a lot of help out of it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that you join us next time. We're not sure what exactly we're going to be talking about yet, but if you'd like to send us a suggestion, you can uh, DM us on Instagram or Facebook or email us at gracenetscollect at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear from you. So until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. Thanks for listening to the Grace Nets Podcast.